Welcome back to another week of insights and just kind of like the theme of the week. Um, I wanted to share with you some super powerful sessions I had today um, that inspired me to do this live that is going to be here for you guys for future. Um, to reference, this is the week of August 10th. I am doing this um, during this really potent uh, Stargate, the Lion Gate. Um, I feel like Leo and Venus is such an important topic I've been kind of covering for the past couple of weeks. But what's fascinating is that there's this theme this week that has overtaken like what's been happening for the past couple of weeks. And I just wanted to share with you, it has a lot to do with women's empowerment, women's health. Um, I think a lot about experiences that women are afraid to share, whether that be like some childhood experiences, not feeling worthy, whether that's the value of maybe partnerships that have served their past and no longer work any, anymore. <laughs> and then also for those that have been assaulted and have gone through experiences that have been incredibly um, demanding and taking almost, it just feels like an important time in this week to just talk about women's empowerment and what I understand from what I feel in this I was thinking a lot about my great-grandmother. Um, she passed just last year, um, and it was a really hard passing for me because it was the person that was my cheerleader. Uh, she was the divine feminine in the family. She was the monarchy and the hierarchy and um, that we had in our system, in our family. She was definitely the maternal leader. And... I was thinking a lot about two clients in particular, two different situations. One theme that was very similar between the two of them was love and not feeling loved, valued, seen, um, appreciated, um, sought after by their partner anymore, or I'd never if they had never found that in their partner. And I think this is a really important thing to kind of think about when you're thinking of like the collective, like those of us, this is definitely a theme of women, but it can be for men as well. And anybody that feels this, I just feel like the divine feminine has been such a journey to learn about through all these different compounds of how we even understand it. It starts in the womb from when we're babies, actually connecting with our mother and getting that really intimate connection of spiritual development, physical development, mental, emotional, you're building your actual body is forming and formulating into this thing, you know, the body that we're in now. And then it was almost like a, a form of legacy that came in, like knowing what your blood is and where you came from, your genetics, your ancestry, how that impacts you, how that impacts your seven year, seven lifetime um, analogy, people talk about the seven lives, like it's like seven generations back, seven generations forward of karmic development and health, how you advance, how you become your ancestral lineage and how you move past it or if you, you're in it and you have to deal with the karma. I think that these are interesting concepts. When I think of the two women that I read for that, you know, today I was thinking one was younger around my age and then the other was older and um, two generations past mine, definitely older than me. They both came in with this new perspective for me, like the one was um, going through sexual assault and she was going through her experience of 
becoming stronger, being here to heal, becoming powerful, potent, developed, empowered. The second was going through um, identity issue with partner not recognizing her potential, feeling guilt for not being a powerful mother even though she's an amazing woman and I'm sure her kids appreciated what she gave them. I think that these ideas that we go through, they expand our consciousness as far as who we are as individuals. When you're aware of what it is that you wanna change and you actually tap into like, how can I develop this into a better part of me and become the, the woman or person or whatever that I want to be, like the ultimate self, I feel like that attributes to learning about your lineage and you know, where you came from. And for those of us that have no connection, like say you were adopted, and you have no idea where your lineage comes from. I think it's seeing the karmic patterns that are in your here and now, like say you experience certain relationships that are positive or negative, and you learn and value whatever those positive or negative relationships are teaching you, and what you're receiving from these people, like the parallels, the mirrors, what's the root of the experience? Like maybe in childhood, you went through an experience that is paralleling you now in the future. These are all keys to helping us understand a deeper sense of our connection to the divine feminine. Every single person, no matter what you align with, no matter what you see yourself as, has a masculine and a feminine, which only translates to light and dark, which translates to masculine and feminine, which translates to power versus weakness. It translates to everything. They are the same. Everything, positive and negative, it's one and the same, the black and the white. That is your encompassing yin and yang, your embodiment. And I think that we often neglect our emotional side when we're in a society that demands us to do and act. Nine to five work, showing up at the table, um, making sure we can pay for food. If you're a mother or parent, um, caring and nurturing for your child and having all these obligations that we have to do just as a day to day. I feel like the collective insight for this is that we can always heal. The healer must be healed. You must heal yourself, your wounds, which is a given. That's what we've been talking about for weeks. I think the new lesson is, I really feel like honoring those that were impacting us, whether they were family or not, those that stood up for us, those that fought for us, those that were really like rah-rah for us behind the scenes. Those are the people that hold us to our power. The people that made us feel weak, that hurt us, that destroyed us, that made us feel devastated. Those are the people that teach us the strengths within ourselves and our resolve and who we are as people and what we need to move past. I think that these are all incredibly potent opportunities to develop as an individual, especially for those of you that align with being a woman. I think that when you find that sincere love, it's it's this love that you can't even explain. Not that the masculine doesn't have the love. It's a, it's a form of love that's unconditional. It holds you to this warmth that you feel in your soul that fills your cup, and it makes you feel held and seen and loved. I'm gonna pull from our um, alchemy, uh, Earth Alchemy Oracle again by Katie Jane Wright. I wanted to see which card this week is most important for the collective to know. If I may, we would like to call in the highest regard, ancestry. We are calling in the highest light, our divine, that is which of the highest regard. For past, present, future, those that will watch the video, may we pull in a card for the collective to hear at this time. The diamond ray. 
Interesting. So we got the diamond ray. It says diamond light body, high frequency activations, planetary grid work. Grid work did come up earlier today, which is interesting. Um, the diamond is this analogy of perfection. We always thrive in a societal structure to push towards being a diamond or getting diamonds, especially in like marriage or connections. I think what's interesting about the diamond ray is that the embodiment of the highest good of diamond is this beautiful crystalline frequency tool that can not only be a conduit, but it can tap into different potentials um, across the, the world's grid work because the world does have the, the diamonds embedded and there's so much of it, even though it's such an expensive crystal, um, it's quite expensive when it comes to how good the carat and caliber of the, the stone is. Um, which doesn't say much to the worth of the crystal, especially some of these crystals that are so inexpensive but super powerful tools such as shungite, black tourmaline. I think those are highly underrated, amazing crystals that protect and literally keep things um, protected and in a safe space. Having the diamond ray, it reminds me of like when you put in the work, diamonds are made through pressure, like immense amounts of pressure. Um, lava, burn, coal, this coal is just ground and pressured to be destroyed and then transformed into this beautiful rock that becomes this crystal. And it's old, it's such an old thing. It, it takes so long to create a crystal of this, the diamond. I think that that's kind of how it is as us as soul creatures. We come here as contractual agreements and when we come in, we go through these hard, hard experiences that harden us and, and shape us to create us into being like a diamond. I think that that's a beautiful analogy for that divine feminine going through all this pain and trauma, this, this heartache that you go through when you experience being abused through love in any capacity, whether it's from your parents or partner or children. I think we all align with wanting to be unconditionally loved, valued, and seen, and having compassion to just hear hear somebody's story, whatever they're going through. I know that there's a lot of you that will watch or experience this that are going through something right now, and I'm just here to say, like, in from the channeling, you are going to be okay. You are a diamond. You're being constructed and, and formulated into your power, your potential. And that this experience does not define you. It is just an opportunity for you to become that beautiful diamond. And maybe you wouldn't have seen it otherwise because you were focusing so much on what you wanted rather than what you needed to know. That kind of happens to all of us. The next that I'm going to pull from is the numerology guidance cards by Michelle Buchanan. Um, I love the numerology card. It just is such an amazing deck. We're going to pull again for the collective consciousness for past, present, future, what most people need to hear this week. Oh, love partnership. Oh man, that's so perfect. We're talking about all this love, love partnership. This, <laughs> can't make this stuff up. When it happens, it's crazy. I think that we're all going to find that person that is our partner in this life or if you're someone who's into multiple partners or if you're into um, experiencing life, whatever you are, whatever your love is, whatever you choose to see your love and value, love partnerships that are of unconditional love will show up, they will show you, you will develop, you'll learn, you'll heal, you'll build. But in order to love and have a love, 
you must love yourself. In order to love somebody else, you have to learn how to love yourself and learn how to receive love as well so you know what you're looking for as far as receiving love. I think that even for myself, like I really learned love through a lot of the women and mentors in my life because a lot of the masculine presence in my life, the men were not as opportune with love except for my father. My father was quite, um, he was so compassionate and loving when, when it came to me being a child. There's other things involved. He was an alcoholic. There was a lot of change and transition. He went through a lot of pain and trauma. but. The love that he taught me and showed me was something that you you get to learn about a deeper sense of your courage and potential and power. I think that um, the women in my life that have shown me the love, like my great grandmother, she really taught me like it didn't matter what people saw in me, it didn't matter what people expected of me, but their love for me, her love for me was something that can help me push through anything. Even if I felt alone and in the dark or if I felt abandoned or let go by family, the love that she showed me was something I could give to myself and I think I developed that. So just having pulled the love partnership card, I think that there is love that's going to be coming in for people, but it's got to be through you loving yourself first. And when you hold that sacred space of loving every part of you, all your weaknesses and strengths, and you see yourself through others in such a beautiful way, no matter what they are to you or how they treat you, you really understand love and you will attract the love that will come to you. What's also amazing about having pulled the diamond ray and creating this connection with the love, it's like you're being created you're being driven and pushed towards whatever that love is going to be that pure unconditional love it's going to develop into the best parts that you need to see within yourself i think actually um i'm gonna pull from the star code astrology again i feel like it's really important so i want to see what um what card comes in for the collective for this week please and the highest good of everyone involved what most do they need to know Eleventh house community, nice. So the eleventh house is ruled by Aquarius. Um, January we move from Pluto and Capricorn back into Pluto and Aquarius for twenty years. Well, it'll be about eighteen to twenty year cycle. And seeing that the eleventh house is about community, it's like we're we're literally coming to a point where we're going to be finding our partners. We're going to be finding our true family. They don't have to be blood family. It's our chosen family. We're going to be pressured and pushed into who we are as a person through that that pressure we were talking about earlier with the diamond ray. We're going to be turned into this transmuted into this diamond. And we're going to find all the people that align with our community. It's coming in, whether it's through all this cr crazy transition, all this change. There's the shadow and the light there. You see the hand that's reaching through into touch the shadow. The shadow is reaching back with the light. The equivalence of the in-between as well is there. You can see that there's this in-between. There's the white and there's the shadow, the three that are working together. I think that all of that love that we're learning within ourselves, we're learning to develop and heal. We're learning about our tools and powers and potentials. If you haven't heard of Claire's, you should look into Claire's. There's been 11 so far that have been researched. Um, you can see which of the Claire's you align with. For love language, you definitely want to look up the love language test and take it. It's free. And you can see what your personal love language is that you like to give to others. Um, and then there's another tool I think you guys can look into, which is like 
developing this healthy sense of connecting with your your own love like what is it that you most need to be seen valued loved and heard how can you honor that within yourself so you can attract it from other people i love listening to leo king because he gets into these rants um i know i talk about him a lot lately i just think he's quite entertaining he gets into these rants and he's very passionate and like in my videos i try to figure out how i can be like very passionate for you guys and in learning that i like the value that i have created by getting comfortable in front of the camera and like sharing with you guys my personal experiences sharing with you the tools that i've learned um, inner child work is going to be monumental for dealing and healing through your love because i think the innocence that we had as children is how we truly love and if you can go back to when you're a child feeling like you want to be honored and seen and valued and maybe you didn't get that and that's why there's certain relationships in your life that work or don't work it's learning about what that that joyous innocent self is and like where that play and magic can come in and honor it um i think that that's going to be the most important thing for us coming up and like learning how to just love the moment and ourselves like be present when you're present, you can make these decisions that really honor who you are as a person. Um, it's funny because the woman that I saw today, the synchronicity was I have a really good friend in um, town that actually runs women's circles. She does this amazing um, experience where she has people sit around. There's potluck, there's food, there's story time, there's connecting. And everybody gets a sense of who each other are in connection and, and community and it was weird because this woman that I had done the reading with earlier, she was looking so much for community and people who could see her. She wanted to be working on women's health herself and help them. And I just thought immediately of my friend and I'm like, you have to go see this person. Maybe they have a circle coming up this week. It just so happened to be today at 530 when she had nothing else going on. So the synchronicity lined up for her to go and learn about it. And then even today I got this inclination that I wanted to bring in the love cards by Robert Lee Camp. This system is so fascinating, you guys. It's called the destiny cards. It says secrets of your love life revealed. Your birth date reveals more about you than you might imagine. Have you ever wondered why some people are afraid of commitment or why others always put work before love? Is the person you're dating right for you? Why is your best friend such a hopeless romantic? This book will help you find the answers to every question you've ever had about your personal relationships. Robert Lee Camp is known throughout Hollywood for his accurate, insightful celebrity readings. His unique fortune-telling system is based on science once used by the ancient Egyptians. Now try this in-depth but surprisingly simple system for yourself, a unique combination of astrology and numerology that can be mastered in a matter of hours. So this is pretty cool to have like the Destiny cards be like a big part of my life, bringing it in, sharing it with the team that's here at Mystical Bazaar sharing it with my clients. I utilize your birth date. So whatever your birth date is, it represents a card and that card tells you details about your personality. If you go into super depth with it, it tells you a lot. It tells you systems about like your connections, your partners, your karma, all that things. But these tools are here for you guys so that you can have like an idea and opportunities to like, oh, I, I want to learn something new or I want to delve into some kind of new practice. Well, these are the opportunities that you guys get to actually play in the practice 
and get some new tools under your belt. So definitely look into Claire's, look into destiny cards. What's your destiny card? If you guys have that, you can put it in the link below or whenever you see me next, you can let me know what your card is. I can tell you a little bit more about it. Um, if you have other questions, again, if you wanna hear something, a topic, I love talking once a week with you guys about all these different things I'm experiencing because they're live and they're happening and they're paralleling other people. I'm learning a lot about love myself. I'm learning about how to love myself and how to let someone love me. So I feel like that's pretty fascinating. And of course, the card that I pulled from my own deck is Hearth. Hearth is the heart of a group of energies. It signifies balancing leadership and truth. And it's the heart. It's the heart of a group. Which is interesting. So the group could be friends or family or partnership. But yeah, I love you guys so much. I love sharing. Um, I'll check in again with you guys next week. And I hope that you got to take away something that was really important for you to hear today. So lots of love to you guys. Learning to love yourself. We'll check in again very soon. Thank you. Bye.